Good health is a crown worn by the healthy that only the ill can see. Your health really is your wealth. Join us for the next hour as we explore disease and attaining and maintaining good health. This is Dischem Medical Monday, brought to you by Dischem. And good morning to you. I'm Kathy Kalem. I'm standing in. This is Dischem Medical Monday, as you heard. And every second week, we have the pharmacy manager of Dischem in Linksfield. His name's David Kahn. He comes into studio, and we talk about a specific group of medications. The whole purpose of this is to educate you as the end user. You know, a lot of information has come out on the show that you and I would not know because often our doctors don't tell us, our pharmacists might not tell us, and you and I definitely don't read the package inserts, right? Moment of honesty, hands up if you don't read the package inserts of your medications. Indeed. So, think about this. You're suffering with uh, severe headaches. You are getting chest pains. You're getting, you're feeling dizzy. You having possibly you having difficulty breathing. You are you get nausea. You've been throwing up. You get blurred vision or other vision changes, right? It's not necessarily blurred, and all of a sudden your levels of anxiety are going up. Now, war in the Middle East aside, because I think that all three, all of those, could have, you know, could be a. Something about <laughs> we're all feeling parts of this <laughs> because of the, the war in the Middle East. But these are all symptoms of high blood pressure. Okay, severe headaches, chest pain, dizziness, difficulty breathing, nausea, vomiting, blurred vision or other vision changes, and anxiety. You know, high, high blood pressure, it's known as a silent killer because you can have clots. There are all sorts of things that can happen with high blood pressure, how it relates to your heart. And today we're going to be talking, this isn't a show where we diagnose anything, even though I've just told you all of these symptoms. It's not where we diagnose things, uh, diseases or illness. This is where we talk about the medications, right? So make a note of the studio numbers. You can get in touch. You can speak to David. He is the expert on medication, and he's got all the answers to your questions. You can get in touch. You can send us an SMS. Those SMSs are charged at VAS rates, which is one rand fifty, and that number is three four five one nine. If you have any questions about your high blood pressure, your beta blockers, any of the medication that you're on to treat high blood pressure, or perhaps you're suffering with symptoms and you suspect that it might be high blood pressure, suppose you could just go in and get it tested, but. If you want to get in touch with us on Telegram, that number is 061-895-1019. So uh, those numbers again, 34519 on SMS. On Telegram, it's 061-895-1019. I'm Kathy Kayla, and this is Diskem Medical Monday. Now, uh, before we continue, I want to tell you that the Diskem Wellness Clinic for Adults offers convenient and professional care to help you manage health risks. Whether you're having your regular wellness checks, such as blood pressure or cholesterol, Diskem Wellness Clinics offer you a broad range of health screening services, including female health screening. You can go and get your pap smears there, family planning and pregnancy screening. It's fast, it's affordable, and they do it with care. Find your nearest Diskem Wellness Clinic inside Diskem Pharmacies. Better health 
starts here. This is Medical Monday brought to you with compliments of Discam. I'm Kathy Kayla standing in. This is Discam Medical Monday, the place where we just all get to feel so much better. This week we're talking about high blood pressure. If uh, you have the following symptoms and you haven't had your blood pressure checked, you might want to do that. If you're suffering with severe headaches, if you have chest pain, dizziness, difficulty breathing, nausea, vomiting, blurred vision or other vision changes, or anxiety. And, you know, it it could be situational. Your, heart, your increase in blood pressure. It could be stress-related, and aren't we all stressed at the moment? Or it could be long-term. Sometimes it's genetic, right? So uh, the expert is actually in studio. We're talking about medications to treat high blood pressure. Hello, David. Come Morning, on. Kathy. How are you? Great, thank you. And for anyone Great. who's, uh, if, you, if you don't know, David Kahn is the pharmacy manager at Diskim Linksfield in the Neighborhood Center. You guys are extending your store, aren't you? No, we aren't. Oh, um, so the center's extending. The center. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. We're All just right. going to be busier. We have, <laughs> Woody, we have Woolworths moving in next door. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I had to go to places. All right, David, um, let's get serious for a minute. So what medications are used to treat uh, high blood pressure? I'd before we go into that, I think I need to add to what you said in your opening lines, and that yes. is that you you said that blood pressure is a silent killer. Yes. And even if you don't have all well, of those strokes. symptoms that you listed, it is possible to have high blood pressure. And that's why it's known as the silent killer, because it can be asymptomatic as it creeps up. And... Um, It's like our city's pipes. If they aren't maintained, we get leaks, we get ruptures, we get blockages. And that affects the pump, the heart. It puts it under strain. Right. So it is important to know your blood pressure, irrespective of whether you're experiencing symptoms or not. No, high blood pressure sounds like it's a mitigating term. Yes. I mean, the, the pharmaceutical, the clinical term is called hypertension. Hypertension, yes. Hypertension, you are hypertensive. Yes. Uh, Anything can cause it. I can remember years ago I discovered this little restaurant and they made the most unbelievable Moroccan fish. Um, Moroccan fish is very high in salt and hot spices and things. And I bought a whole lot of it and I was eating it for breakfast, lunch and supper because apparently I don't know what the word moderation is. And then I started feeling really unwell, <laughs> surprisingly. Surprise! Uh, epiphany. I go to my doctor. He, t- he, now I don't have blood pressure issues, either low or high. It's always normal. Yes. And my doctor said, your blood pressure is off the charts. And it was from the Doug Morakai from the, from the Moroccan fish. So that was situational and purely based on my own stupidity. But salt yes. is definitely a factor. Salt right? is. Um, licorice can be. Lick it really? Yeah. If you eat as much as my wife eats, definitely. <laughs> okay, so how much is... Oh, look, I don't like licorice, but uh, how much uh, is, is too much? Um, a, tablespo- a tablespoon? It's hard to measure. Half, Every, half a teaspoon might be too much for it, some It people. affects everybody differently. It can affect everybody differently. Yeah. Is that natural yeah. licorice, where, yes. which doesn't have salt added and doesn't Correct. have su- sugar? Yes. yes. It's completely sugar-free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right, so maybe we could look at the causes a little bit later. Yes. But can we talk yeah. medications? I just don't want to run out of time. Medications, sure. Yes. So how is it treated? Um, there's, there's a huge variety of medications used to treat blood pressure. Right. And you you want to get your, your kidneys functioning better. You want to decrease the amount of fluid circulating within your system. That's one way of reducing blood pressure. So um, you, you either take medications that dilate and open up the blood vessels. That reduces the stress on the system. Okay. So you have your ACE inhibitors, and um, they work on the kidneys. There's a very intricate mechanism that's called the renin-angiotensin system, and the, the, these drugs cause the arteries to dilate, and they cause your kidneys to function in a better level than they were functioning prior to the issue. Then... Normally, you start with something like that, or you add a. If that's not controlling the blood pressure properly, so that's all part of the homeostasis. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, we, we want to create a healthy environment for the heart to function. Right. So if the heart's under strain because of the blood pressure, it's damaging your fine circulation, your kidneys, your eyes, etc. So all of that needs to be relieved. So if you dilate the blood vessels. You, you will relieve the tension. Correct. Yes. Okay. Now, the other way to attack it is with diuretics. Diuretics drain fluid off the system. Okay. So, so that's actually yeah. going to make them narrower, no? No, no, no. It's going to decrease the amount of fluid that is circulating. So, if the it's kidneys, it's going to concentrate your blood. It's going to. It will concentrate your blood. Okay. Yes, because it's taking water out of your system. Okay. Okay. Both of these so, two things might put you at more risk, though. Um, Not? If the dose, if the level of treatment is correct, it's good. Okay. Then it's fine, yes. And um, talking side effects, your your most common side effects, if the, the levels, the drug levels are too high, is that you would start having low blood pressure or you would have very... Um, you you would have lightheaded moments of lightheadedness, um, fainting, orthostatic hypotension, which is if you stand up too quickly, you feel lightheaded and you want to fall. Yes. So it is critical to have the right levels of medication. And it's very easy. It's commonly treated. The most important thing is that you've got to take your medication every day. And sometimes... The doctors have to throw a number of drugs at the problem. They start simple and then they add and they add and they add. So what's happened is we, we've to to improve compliance to treatments. We, the pharmaceutical industry has developed combination products containing up to three drugs in different ratios. Um, if you use low doses of two or three medications. There's a potentiating effect, an added a multiplier effect to the effect of reducing and controlling the blood pressure with less potential side effects. Okay, we like this. We, we don't yeah. like side effects. Yes, right? and people don't like swallowing three tablets. Yes. They like to swallow one tablet. I don't think yeah. we like to swallow any, any tablets. tablets. Yes. 
<laughs> just saying. It's just sometimes we have to. Yes. Okay, so this is very interesting. So can we just go back to the way that you've described these two main categories? So the one category of medication is called the renin-angiotensin. Yes. Well, you've got the... the the renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system. Yes. Right, which is, yes. that's the system that um, regulates the blood volume. It's part Correct. of our homeostatic Correct. system in our bodies. Yes. Homeostasis helps maintain the levels. Yes. So when we eat sugar, we don't, you know, our body, if, if we're eating sugar at the right time, anyway, our body will regulate the sugar in our blood. That's homeostasis, yes. right? Yes. So that's what this, so that's what when, this renin system eat, does. When we eat salt, yes, it, it, so our kidneys and our liver, well. right? They they clean our blood. Yes, they clean our blood. They maintain the levels of electrolytes of salts within our bloods. Yes. Salts and minerals, potassium, sodium, chloride, magnesium. Those are all critical to our system. Electrolytes very important. Yes. That's why doctors and always test urine. Yeah. Your, the, the one class of drug used to treat blood pressure and cardiac issues is your so-called calcium channel blockers. You get your, your Zartan, your... Well, I'm getting very confused okay. now because you explained that there's two main ways... That oh, it's treated, so right? The one the first, dilates. I, I dilates. Was saying those are the first ways of doing it. Oh, okay. the first yeah, ways. Okay, yeah, so the one yeah. dilates all your your blood, blood vessels. Yes. Right. And which, so so do the calcium. Which will increase blockers. the flow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which will reduce your blood pressure that way. The yes. other way is to decrease, or it'll it is a diuretic. Correct. Which will take, which will concentrate your blood, and it'll take out some of the fluid from your blood for yes. right. So when yes. somebody's retaining water, yes. right, if it'll retain, it'll get rid of that fluid. Correct. Okay. okay. And then another way of because the the ACE inhibitors work on the kidney function and they do have an impact on the blood vessels. However, the so-called calcium channel blockers, they affect the way calcium flows into the blood vessels, the, the, the muscles of the blood vessels. Because your blood vessels contain muscles. Yes. And they can contract or relax. And yes. that regulates your blood pressure. So if you, you block the calcium channels, then you relax the blood vessels. Isn't that a bit like cutting the brake light on our, on our cars when the brake light goes off? No. So why, why, why do we block the ability for our blood because vessels of, to contract because of anxiety and stress yes. long term yes the elevated adrenaline in your system would cause your blood vessels to almost go into spasm so they're clamping down on the pipes and that is incre increasing the pressure inside those pipes so by taking a calcium channel blocker it's you control it. Okay, okay you're preventing you're not You're not causing damage. You're forcing them to relax, and you're taking the strain off the pump. And you're... So how did they make it that it's only our... I mean, there are, there are blood vessels in our body that need to be able to contract. Yes. Right? Part of our digestive system. 
our our breathing, our heart is a yes. muscle. Yes. You, there, there are certain muscles that we do not want to relax. Yes. So how do they make it that those don't relax? They, the, the, the drugs are tested and they are proven to work on those parts of the body. They have an affinity to work on those channels only. What are the side effects? Um, okay, well, we haven't got to any of the yeah. names yet. We're just looking yeah. at the different yes. ways. Okay. Um, there aren't... L- well, yeah, there aren't a lot of hugely negative side effects to the blood pressure medications. They can affect sexual function. Okay. Well, yes, there goes okay, another that, muscle that you don't yes. want yeah. <laughs> to be uh, relaxed, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, they can, particularly your ACE inhibitors and some of the calcium channel blockers, can result in a irritating cough. So your physician would need to change medications if any of those side effects to develop after a few months. Okay. It's, uh, sometimes it presents almost like a post-nasal drip, irritating, hacking cough. Is it almost Your, like a reflux cough? Because I've heard people with a reflux yeah. cough. Yes. It's like a... <coughs> yeah. Yes. <coughs> yeah. Like that kind of... A yes. So then you'll find that maybe if they go to even just a different molecule within that class of drug they might get rid of that side effect or if they go into a combination of a lower dose of two different drugs then they would still be taking the ACE inhibitor but that side effect would go away then um, one of the other calcium channel blockers which is commonly taken um, it's known as AMLOC amlodipine is the active ingredient that can cause swelling in the ankles, and that's that's an alert. If that does happen, you need to notify your physician, and I'm you would need to be changed. To no, a that's so interesting. That's it's the second time that I've heard this in a week. You never, ever, ever, ever ignore swollen ankles ever. Correct. Because yeah. it's one of the foremost indicators of heart failure. Yes. If you have swollen ankles, gravity is pulling the liquid down into your or your doctor right away. Yeah. It means that your heart isn't able to circulate the blood properly. Yeah. Um, When you go, if you go from a sedentary state into a state of exercise, your if if you start running, your your blood vessels contract and relax to redirect where the blood is going in your body. So if that system isn't working, it starts affecting and you start damming up blood. Is there an exception? Is is there an exception if you fly? How do you mean an exception? If you're traveling overseas and you're flying, um, I know that on on long-haul flights I get swollen ankles and so I always wear those flight socks. Yes. But is, is that also an indicator it's not an indicator. It's a common effect of flying. Yes. So, so that's of um, flying rather than of your general your, health. Your rings might feel slightly tighter or your watch strap might be tighter. A bit of swelling around the ankles. That's why it's important during long-haul flights to get up and walk around every two hours or so yeah. at least. I'm yes. Kathy. Ka- I'm Kathy Kaler. This is Discam Medical Monday. My guest in studio. He's not such a guest. He's almost part of the furniture. <laughs> His name is David Kahn. He is the head pharmacist, or is a pharmacy manager, at Discam 
in Linksfield, if you have any questions about medications, perhaps you're on beta blockers, perhaps you suffer with hypertension, which is high blood pressure, then if you've got any questions, you should get in touch and we'll definitely discuss it. There's no such thing as a dumb question, by the way. So uh, get in touch and this is how you do it. 34519, that's the SMS line, 34519 on SMS or on Telegram, 61 895-1019. Stay with us. We are going to be talking a bit more about this. And by the way, I'd like to know, when last did you have your blood pressure tested? I'm terrible with it. So I need to know if that's kind of the, the trend or, you know, if other, if other people are as bad as I am or if it's uh, something that you do. I mean... When I had to go to Diskem Clinic recently, one of your pharmacies, your, your wellness clinics, I actually went and I had uh, my cholesterol tested, and I, I mean it was unbelievable. Not only did they not take a bottle of blood, it was on a pinprick. David, you did not tell me how brilliant they are. <laughs> really, you didn't, and it's it's so cost effective as well. For I think um, the cholesterol and sugar, both those tests, one prick on my finger and it cost me 260 bucks and they tested my blood pressure there as well so just go and do it that's why I, okay so that so my answer is three weeks ago but i want to know from you when last you had your blood pressure tested three four five one nine is a text line or zero six one eight nine five one oh one nine this is medical monday brought to you with compliments of discam Time has just gone 10.31. I'm Kathy Kayla. This is Discam Medical Monday. My guest in studio, my co-host, actually. You're more of a co-host, David. Thanks. I'm just saying. <laughs> David Kahn, pharmacy manager at Discam in Linksfield. Uh, we're talking about hypertension, also known as high blood pressure. When last did you have your blood pressure tested? I want to know if you were as bad as I am or if you do so, if it's something that you do regularly. Let me know. 34519 is the text line. Or zero six one eight nine five one zero one nine. So we've spoken about different kinds of medications. We have spoken about calcium blockers. We have spoken about what were the first types that that make your ACE inhibitors. ACE inhibitors. ACE inhibitors yeah. cause a dilation of your blood vessels. The second type was the diuretics. The diuretics. Okay, yeah. and then the we calcium have calcium channel blockers. Yes, and now we're talking. Beta blockers. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Beta blockers um, work to dilate the blood vessels that supply blood to the heart. And they have effects on your adrenaline levels in the bloodstream. Yeah. So they, they cause the system to relax. They cause your heart to function better, to take more deeper strokes, if I can word it that way. So it makes your heart work more efficiently. And then at the same time, they do also cause a certain amount of dilation of the peripheral blood vessels all around your body to lower the pressure in the system. Sounds like a wonder drug. So are there side effects? There are side effects, and there are, well, if you're diabetic, it's questionable whether you should be on a beta blocker because they impact on your blood sugar level. Okay. They can. Um, As in drives it up. Yes. If okay. you're asthmatic, you wouldn't be put onto a beta blocker if you're using something like Ventolin. 
because that can be a potentially serious interaction. Do people um, still use Ventolin since they discontinued well, um, the Well, Ventolin and the generics, yes. Okay. Yes, a huge amount, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so your beta blockers, the, the newer generation beta blockers, um, Carvedilol, Carlock is one of the brands. They have less of that side effect, but you would probably still steer clear if you are diabetic. Okay. Are these all medications that if you're on them, you have to remain on them for the rest of your life? When people initially get put onto blood pressure medications, they are given an option to try and improve their lifestyle, and some do. Some go out there, they give up smoking, they get active, they do the right things, and they are able to reverse the situation. That's if it's li- that's if it's caused by lifestyle. Yes. Yes. Okay. But sometimes it is genetic. Yes. If it's genetic, then you're going to be on it for life. And I mean, you can have 15 year olds on all of these classes of drug because of certain yes. inherited situations. Yes. Are there natural alternatives to these things, to these medications, not things? There are natural alternatives. They are more Mm -hmm. lifestyle-related. Vitamin D is critical to a lot of systems in the body, and it affects kidney function, cardiac function. So having the right vitamin D levels is important. Um, Then you can go to um, garlic, lavender, Omega-3, coenzyme Q10 as a supplement can have an impact on blood pressure. See, Me- these, these, what you're talking yeah. about now have got other benefits. They Correct. benefit other parts yes. and other systems. It's yes. not only your blood pressure. Correct. Right? So yeah. your omega is going to affect your skin. It's going to affect your hair. It's going to affect your heart. It's going to affect lots of different systems, you know, mental yes. health as well. Yes. Um so, could we do both? Yes, you can. You can do yes. both without yes. it. You know, if with you've got if you've got two different without interactions. Yeah, without interactions. Yes, yes you can. Um, and then talking about something natural that can affect blood pressure medications in a big way, grapefruit, grapefruit juice. Yes. That affects enzyme systems that can actually elevate the blood levels of certain drugs. It blocks the metabolism of those drugs within your system. Yes. So suddenly your blood pressure control would go out because you're having too much grapefruit juice in the morning. You're having interactions and you would have the effects of reaching almost toxic levels of your blood pressure medications. You see, so grapefruit is a no-no. This this comes down to what I've believed all along that we shouldn't be having anything with grapefruit. It's terrible. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, David. But um, yeah. statins, you can't. You should never take your. You should never have grapefruit juice with your statins. With your statins, that yes. can actually be fatal. Yes. Yes. Correct. So if you're on any cholesterol medication, yeah. never ever take them with your statins. Always take your medications with water. And always take your medications with water. 
and wash them down and don't dry swallow. Why? Because you will get medications dissolving and lodging in your digestive system, pre-stomach. In your esophagus. In your esophagus. And you will cause ulceration and gastritis. And it's just localized toxicity of getting exposed to those drugs. You know what it sounds like? Yeah. It sounds like we need to do a show on the do's and don'ts of, of pill popping. Okay, pull popping is like yeah. <laughs> a euphemistic term. But uh, no, maybe we need to do a show just on do's and don'ts of medications. You know, how to take medications. You know, if you're on um, iron, iron tablets or iron supplements, you shouldn't, you should up your vitamin C and you should cut down on your caffeine because the caffeine inhibits your body's ability to break down or to create. Um, I think when you prescribed a medication, the question should always be, when is the best time and under what conditions is it best for me to take this medication? And you should be told that by your pharmacist, your pharmacy. It should be on the label. You should be advised. And yes, we do need reminding of these things. It should always be in your face. Yeah, maybe we should do yeah. All right, before we, we, we go... We, we, we get into habits... You're, sorry, you need a break. No, no, no. Okay. You, you get into bad habits, and that eventually causes problems. We've got some questions that I need to get to. Are you ready? Okay. All right, so... David, unsigned, says... This might sound like a dumb question. Nope, no such thing as a dumb question. Why are we told to drink about two liters of water daily? Surely this overloads the body with too much. Hold on one second. With too much water and increases blood pressure. I think that that's a very good question, actually. There's a difference between water and two liters of artificially sweetened Coca-Cola. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. Um... You need, but even water, it sounds like need, a lot of water. It's an average. I think people need to drink what they can tolerate. And my philosophy is that a cup of coffee is water. Yes. Because 70% of it is water. But it's also diuretic, no? It is diuretic, yes. So drinking a lot of water is diluting toxins, waste products within your system, and allowing your kidneys to flush it out which is healthy. Yes. It's not going to affect your blood pressure because in a negative way. Out. Yes. Right. And long term you are keeping your system clean. Okay. Yeah, pee is important. Yes. Um, you you need water to dilute and flush out. Yeah. Okay. So, that's uh, I hope that that answers your question that you that you'll just pee it out. But you can drink too much water. What's, that, what's that condition called? And that's that's more serious. Hyper, H-Y-P-E-R, hydrosis. Hyperhidrosis. And that, that occasionally happens to runners out on events that they... They drink too much. They, they don't take anything with electrolytes. They just drink lots of water on the route, and the next thing they go into that. And that can put you into kidney failure in its own way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, kidneys and livers. I mean, they 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 are the organs the that clean our bodies. Yes, and we just tend to think, well, they're just there. But who's cleaning the filter? Right. 
why we eat them is another story. Okay, so um, Linda Warren, morning Linda, she says, oh gosh, she says, Kathy and David Kahn. Probably three years since anything was tested. Oh, Linda, no, no, come on, Linda. You know, I think I think we need to meet. I think we need to meet at one of those coffee shops next to Diskem in Linksfield, and I'll go. I'll hold your hand while you have your test. I promise you, it's just a little prick. Otherwise, and you just can get become everything a, tested. Otherwise, you can become a blood donor, and then you'll have a free test and a free blood free blood pressure test. Oh, if you're a blood donor. Yes. Yeah, but then they have to stick a needle in your arm. It's a very healthy procedure. Apparently so. Okay. Yes. It does it does it bring down your, your blood pressure? It would temporarily and then you top it up with water or a free juice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's a blood donor. She's a blood Linda. Linda is a blood donor. When last did Linda donate blood? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. okay. Um, she gave up smoking 12 years ago. She does a lot of walking almost daily, and she takes a multivitamin and flaxseed, apparently. There's your Amigas. Um, Diskem Gold is the brand that she uses. She drinks lots of water. But she says, she goes on to say, but I guess I must test. I will soon. All right. David looks forward to welcome, welcoming you, Linda. Yes. At the Skim Links field. All right. Is there anything else we need to know about before we talk about lifestyle changes? Um, any other kinds of medications? ACE inhibitors. The, yeah. Uh, diuretics, calcium blockers, your, and beta blockers. Yes. Four different types of medications. No, those are the, the core treatments. The main classes, yes, yeah. Yes. Um, otherwise, you start going into the cardiac drugs, um, your linoxin, which affects the heart not used a lot anymore because it's a very interactive drug and the toxicity levels there's a very narrow margin therapeutic margin to get the right dose for that very limited in its use these days yeah but still there there is a niche where it is needed and i think that that wraps up the classes of drugs yes all right so uh, coming up we're going to be talking about things that you can do just to maintain healthy blood pressure, right? So uh, stay with us. This is Medical Monday brought to you with compliments of Discam. I'm Kathy Kahlo, if you just joined me. This is Discam Medical Monday. My guest in studio is David Kahn. He's the pharmacy manager at Discam Linksfield. We've been talking about hypertension, also known as high blood pressure. So some of these symptoms of high blood pressure can include the following, but don't panic, don't panic, just go and have your blood pressure tested. Uh, but if you're getting severe headaches, chest pain, dizziness, if you're having difficulty breathing, if you have nausea, if uh, you are perhaps vomiting, um, if you have blurred vision or other vision changes, that's really important, is vision changes and anxiety, then you should go and get it checked out. And you should have it checked regularly. You know, it's, it's known as a the silent hypertension is known as a silent killer. It can cause strokes. It can cause heart attacks. And you know what? You are loved. You are loved. You are worthwhile. You have this amazing life. You have people around you who love you. Don't do it to them. Just go and have it tested. All right, enough with the Jewish guilt. 
<laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay, so we've spoken there are basically, let me tell you, let me get you up to speed. There are four different types of medications that are used to treat um, hypertension. The first is called the ACE, um, ACE inhibitors. The ACE inhibitors, right. And those work by um, dilating all your blood vessels. Then you have diuretics, which basically um, stop your body from holding so much liquid. Even if you're not retaining, it'll basically it concentrates your blood. Then there are the uh, what was the third one, David? The calcium channel blockers. Oh, the calcium channel blockers. Just remind me. Yeah. Oh, how the oh that stops your the the muscles. They cause the muscles to relax. Yeah, they cause they the muscles to the relax. Yeah, and that's yes. going to have an impact on yes. muscles that you might not necessarily want to relax, but if it's going to save your life, well, yeah. Uh, Make a plan. Yeah. And then the fourth one is the beta blockers. Yes. And that does a little bit of everything, basically. Correct. Yes. Okay. And then one, one class of drug that we didn't discuss, which is 90% used in blood pressure issues in, during pregnancy, and right. that is methyl dopa. Um, it's not often used besides for pregnancy. Just because of poten- unfortunately it has potential side effects for relating to depression because of its mechanism of action. Yes, okay. but it is safe in pregnancy. Yeah, pregnancy yeah. Is, a, is a big time for, for a lot of these very serious diseases to yes. come into our lives. Yes. And then after pregnancy, it kind of it goes away. Yes. So diabetes yeah. is one, high blood pressure, heart hypertension. Those two are common, yes. Yeah. And are they common? Yes, it is They're common. Very scary. Yeah, yeah. Common, scary, and it's a early warning for potential future issues post pregnancy. Um so it is important to have a healthy lifestyle to prevent those becoming chronic conditions. Okay, so come and when we say healthy lifestyle it comes down to exactly the same things that apply for everything. Holistic health. Right. So giving up smoking, regular exercise, eating healthy, losing weight. I mean, has I, have I left? Oh, and getting enough sleep. Have I left anything else? Anything out? <laughs> Avoiding conflict. Avoiding conflict. Okay. <laughs> All right. Leave the Middle East. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so, I mean, avoiding stress, that's, that is a avoiding big factor. Stress. You know, our, mm. we might think that we're just reading the news. I just know from the last few weeks, you know, since, uh, since the 7th of October, yeah. the changes in my own body. Yes. It's crazy yeah, yeah. to actually watch it happening. And so, some people are more susceptible than others. Um, I went to donate blood within the last two weeks. Yeah. And... It was at the height of what's happening in Israel, and I felt very, very stressed. Lay down there, they measured my blood pressure, and it was, it was 115 over 70. It's low. Like I thought. Isn't that no, low? It's, it's, it's normal for me. Um, so because of my, I try and have a healthy lifestyle. Right. That's the prize for it. So was it slightly elevated? No, it was low. It was low? No, it was low, yeah, which is the norm for me. Yeah. But I, I do focus on a healthy lifestyle. 
Okay. Um, Unsigned says, hi, does blood pressure differ from young to being elderly? I think that is a brilliant question. I think that might even be the question of the day. Yes, it does. And there are different grades of blood pressure. So um, is it higher when we're younger or higher when we're older? It's high, it can be higher when we're older. It can creep up. And that's because the the circulatory system is degenerating slowly as we age. And that does depend on lifestyle. Some people have no issues with blood pressure through their entire lives. So it, 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 it's long-term lifestyle that affects it. Here's a question, and David, is that, you know, with any kind of muscles, let's just uh, talk about muscle, right? Yes. The more you flex that muscle, the more efficient it becomes, the better it works, yes. and the longer it's going to last and remain in a healthy condition. Yes, and, and if, if you... If you're taking something that is going to stop your your blood vessels from contracting and expanding as one does, right? When we've got yes. flight or fight, fight or flight, our, our, blood, um, our blood vessels contract as they're supposed to, mm. right? What I'm saying is, are there not terrible long-term effects of a medication that would prevent your blood vessels from contracting and expanding like any normal muscle would? A medication causing that. Well, a medication no. that, that prevents our, mus our, our um, you know, that dil dilates our okay. blood vessels, as an example, right? Or it's a calcium blocker. Yes. Right? Again, preventing those muscles from working. Is that not terrible long term? No. No, it's is not. Is it only because we're weighing no. it up against saving your life? Correct. That is correct. But having a healthy lifestyle around all of this, having your olive oil in your diet, having your omega oil in your diet, it keeps your systems in lay terms soft and flexible. It keeps the channels open. A, a, high, a diet high in omega-6, which is a very carbohydrate-rich diet, is inflammatory. So it comes back again to having low inflammation levels in your body. Inflammation damages every system in the body. So having your omega-3s, your olive oil, your chocolate. Yeah, sugars, um, sugar causes inflammation. Sugar causes inflammation. And inflammation is, a, yeah. Um, yes. Okay. There, there is evidence that your artificial sweeteners are causing more damage than sugar. Um, an excess of sugar. Moderating. Right, says she who <laughs> <laughs> had a blood pressure issue because of Moroccan fish. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, listen, the mo the moderation thing, maybe that's the next thing that I need to tackle in my life, because apparently I don't do life in moderation at all. Uh, that said, David, I thank you for being an a good influence, a very good teacher, and uh, for sharing your knowledge with us. My pleasure, and thank, thank you. Thank you very much. If I really enjoy this. Yeah, me too. If you, In fact, I think we all do. Uh, thank you so much to you for getting in touch.
Thank you, David Kahn. If you want to get in touch with him, you can through Diskim Linksfield. But, you know, all the Diskim pharmacies are really superb individuals, very knowledgeable. They only have the best. So you can get in touch with them. I'm Kathy Kayla. This has been Diskim Medical Monday. Thank you so much to my engineer, to Craig Guthrie. Thank you so much, Craig. And thank you to my content producer, Slick Saleke. Have a wonderful week, and I will catch you next Monday. Same time, same place. Don't be late. Bye.